Katie Clark. I'm a mom of three, luxury matchmaker, and a no-nonsense dating coach on a mission to help singles reclaim their love life, one date at a time. In today's dating landscape, from apps and swipes to texting and ghosting, so much has changed. But you know what I found still works best? Old school standards with new school style. Teaching my philosophy on how to date like an adult, no topic is off limits. I address everything from taboo to trending in dating. So grab your earbuds and get ready for some practical dating advice, saucy stories, and new inspiration to find your way to true love. I've helped thousands of people become confident, feel successful, and have fun along their dating journey. And I'm here to help you too. Thanks so much for joining me. It is Dating with Katie. And today I am getting personal. You will want to stick around and hear all about trust, trust issues, and some stuff that I just went through myself. So first, thanks for joining me. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Make sure that you subscribe. Make sure that you check the links below. Make sure you get in my network. It is a secure network. I am a matchmaker full-time. So when I speak of dating, I actually, I personally am dating. I'm in a relationship, but also I have clients that are consistently dating and I'm getting dating feedback. And if you want to be thought of for a possible match or would you like to become a client, just click the link below and work with me. I also do coaching. Sometimes you're just not ready to date. You just kind of got to get prepared, which all of my podcasts are great for that, especially 10 through 25. If you're going to go get online, you want to listen to those. But if you want to just get established and figure out what the heck you're looking for, what is this market like, listen to podcasts 1 through 10. Guys, all my podcasts are 15 minutes long, so that's only 1% of your day. So you definitely have time to become a better dater because I want to make sure that you get confident, be successful, and have some fun dating. All right. Well, let me share my story a little bit today. I do not normally share my dating life or Uh, I share my old dating stories, but I don't share about my current relationship. Again, it's personal. You know, people often will say, well, Katie, what do you know? You're single. Well, you don't know that because I don't quite tell you. I don't shout it from the mountaintop. I'm in a great relationship that I've had for quite a few years. And before that, I have to be honest, I was a little bit of a disposable dater where when stuff got rough, I would just skip. I would pass on them and figure, I don't really want to work it out. I'll go find somebody new. Because there's so many singles out there, you just keep thinking you'll find something better. But that is not the truth, you guys. You always have to water your side of the lawn, right? We've heard that before, unless it's fake, but nobody wants a fake relationship. So I have been dating this guy for quite a few years, and everything about him is great, especially in the department of trust. Now, we actually have a long-distance relationship. If you go back to my last podcast, I talk about how you can do a long-distance relationship well. I not only encourage that because I've done it and done it well, I have clients right now that are doing it and I want them to hear these tips, so I made it just for them. But I've learned that trust is something that's there until it's not. Now, for years, he and I, because we're long distance, we established certain principles, certain tactics, uh, certain homework that we could do and apply so that each one of us felt safe and secure and had trust in our relationship. And I'm gonna share these with you in just a minute. And they were great. I always felt safe. And if there's any moment I didn't, I immediately, instead of letting my mind wander, because ladies, if you've been hurt in the past, and gentlemen, you've been hurt as well, please don't let me minimize that. But women especially, we can run with it. We can get so 
emotional and our mind can start to overthink of all the different scenarios that could be going on. Why didn't he text me? I haven't heard from him. He's on a trip. Who is he talking to? Uh, some other guy did it in the past, so I know that people do this. And it's such an unfair space to put somebody else in if they haven't broken that trust. So if you're one of those women who, because you've had broken trust or because, or gentlemen, because you, you worry that it's going to happen to you, then you need to come to a, a place and a space of peace with that person. And that's what trust is. I wrote my own little definition of trust. And for me, trust is a feeling of being fully at peace in your relationship with your partner. So obviously, trust is built. Trust is earned. But it can go away in just a second by a bad decision. And this is kind of what happened. Of course, liquor was involved. And I have to tell you, just being an honest just being an honest podcaster here, anything I've ever regretted, and I don't regret anything about my life, but anything I ever have is because I had too much liquor. And in this case, it wasn't me. It was actually him. A little bit too much. And a girl at the bar got flirty with him, and she was the one propagating it, and I did walk in and see it. And look, at the end of the day, he was engaging with her, and I was very upset about it. I there was She was touching him. Uh, and I don't know her, and I'm watching this, and just my mind is racing, and I got a little ghetto on her, and I got a little ghetto on him, and, you know, he was half gone, couldn't even figure out what was going on. I don't know who she was, but I was ready to, like, take her outside, you know what I'm saying? I got a little Long Beach ghetto in me, but it wasn't good. Nothing about that night and that moment was good. I couldn't see past it. You know, people could say, well, Katie, he was tipsy. Yeah, well, I don't I don't want to know that. I, I don't want that to be true because if that's going to be a normal, then I can't trust him when he goes out and has drinks with his buddies. But I knew that that is not his normal. I have never in years together seen him do that. As a matter of fact, he is extremely well-behaved in the sense where he is not flirty. He's not even very friendly. Now, I'm, I'm highly friendly, so I'm usually the girl that's out and about chatting, getting to know people, talking to, to randoms because I want to see if they're single, and he's very much used to that. So he knows that that's my personality because there is a difference between flirty and friendly. So I've also outlined a few of those things and how they look and how you need to, to build trust, make sure that you're not passing the flirty line. All this to say... Throughout the next couple weeks that we were dealing with it, again, it was emotional. I wanted him to apologize deeply and own it and all these things. He, had he needed time and space to work through it. Trust was broken. And I, would, I said to him, look, it's not 100% broken because I know you and I know your character. And his character, he's a great man. And so I would say, because I like numbers and and how to value this, the, the value was I was 95% trusting him and 5% still not. So I needed him to work back that 5% with me so I could fully be in trust with him. And we had to do this. We actually, I had a, some homework for us. He had to write down ways that I can behave that will help him trust me. Same, he had to write down ways that he can behave so I'm in full trust with him. I actually made it like you have to do 10 because the first five are easy, so you have to push a little harder. He actually wrote 12 things down. It was great. So I'm just sharing with you that I've even had a process with, you know, the man I'm dating and how to work through little issues that, that not when, but you know, not if, but when, when they come up. So let's talk about this real fast. 
And again, you can't be upset with someone if they have not proven you wrong yet. If they haven't broken your trust, you cannot parlay someone else's broken trust onto them. So please start with that premise that you can trust somebody. But trust is earned. So if you are the one who has to show trust, gentlemen, I'm also going to say that it is a, a good man's job to show trust early on in that relationship, to be fully committed to her, to make sure that her heart is safe and secure. And don't even say, you know, it's not a woman's job to lead in this. I do believe women should reciprocate that, but you are the leader in a relationship. I am very old school. I believe in that value set. It is not her job to commit that trust first. It is your job to make it absolutely clear where you stand with her and how important she is to you and how your behavior will reflect that. So there's going to be honesty and integrity in the man that you date, ladies, because that is going to show you that he cares about trust with him. So make sure you're looking for men that are honest and integrous. Where are you traveling in 2023? You're traveling with me. You're traveling on the Dating with Katie single trips. Our first one will be in January to bring in the 2023 in warm weather, poolside, tequila shots, all included at the beautiful Breathless Resort. Bring your bestie, sign up, make it your Christmas gift to yourself because in that middle of winter, you're going to be happy that you joined us. Space is limited. Then if you want a more difficult trip, well, I say that as a pun, you're going to want to join us for 10 days in Tuscany where we will be difficultly drinking wine, looking for truffles, sitting by the beaches, going through the small communities of Lucca and the churches and the bars and everything is included in that trip as well. You will want to join me. Space is limited. Make sure you click, sign up, put your down payments, and I will see you in Cancun and in Italy. All right. So this is proven over time. So what are some things that you can be doing early on in a relationship, even long-term in a relationship, to make sure that this, this is proven and secure? Well, one of the things that we like to do is that we actually like to take pictures when we're out with our friends. So because we live far away from each other, and even if you live close, take a picture with your friends. Show that you are out and about and you're just with your friends. Show the location. Everything is timestamped with the photo, and that's really important. And plus it encourages them to say, how was your night? You girls like look like you were having fun. Oh, what'd you boys talk about? That is huge. And if somebody doesn't want to show you a picture of where they are right then, show them, show, they don't want to show you what they did, that's questionable. And that's, again, not honest and integrous. So you want that person to be a person of their word and communicating that well with you. There's no need to be secretive or shady. And if somebody is doing that and your gut knows it, you have to question that. And you know what? You have the right to bring it up. You can say, hey, I'm not feeling safe in my space, in my heart. While you're out, I just kind of wonder what you're doing. And if somebody can't answer that question and feels like you are controlling them, then they really don't care about your heart because what hurts you should hurt them if they truly, deeply care. Now, when things arise, and my boyfriend has been traveling, he travels a lot for work, and there was a time when I didn't get a text later at night and I didn't know his timeline of going to bed versus work dinners, I would quickly say, hey, can you give me a call? Because I knew my heart was coming to a space of like, I could go down that road and start thinking a million thoughts. But instead, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. And I'm just going to say, hey, can you give me a call when, you, when you're back up in your room? Or can you give me a call? He sent me texts where he's like, hey, babe, are you out tonight? Like, I haven't heard from you. You know, it just makes me a little nervous. And because I care, I respond, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry, sweetie. Whatever it was, you know, I, I was out or my phone was 
dead or whatever. And again, if someone's phone is always dead, boy, bye. Girl, bye. So make sure that you do. You bring it up immediately. Bring it up the next day. Do not let it fester. Do not let your mind wander with it. If somebody cares about you, they will respond quickly and make sure that your heart feels safe and secure. And that builds trust. Quality friends are huge as well, you guys. I was uh, at the gym the other day next to my buddy, Sayar, and he was saying how he will call his friends out if they are flirting too much. And I love that. I'm, I'm, I'm so thankful for gentlemen who can do that. I'm thankful for girlfriends who are like, whoa, Katie, you know, bring it back, which doesn't happen because I'm always out there being friendly. Get in the database. Get in the database. So make sure that they have quality friends who value relationships. I have seen men take off their rings. I've seen women do the same. And you have to go, well, I don't think that person is really looking for the kind of relationship that I want to be in. So is this really worth my time to be around them? Because you know what? Tell me who your friends are and I'll tell you what you are. Also making videos. So making a video when you get home, let's say someone's traveling in the room. Yes, I know you think it's too much, but you know what? It never hurts to build more and more trust and confidence in a relationship. So don't take these as, you know, you've, you've had bad behavior, therefore you must prove yourself. It's I want her to know and I want him to feel so safe and secure that I don't have a problem making a video in a hotel room, showing her my room and that there's nobody in the bed next to me. I wake up in the morning and boom. And of course, somebody could be hiding somebody in a back corner. But you know what? I really believe those who listen to this podcast are not those people because those people don't care to listen to podcasts about growing and doing better in dating and relationships. So you know what? Let's give the benefit of the doubt. Let's make sure our picker is on, on well and choose someone of quality and content. By the way, go back and listen to my podcast about the three C's. Really important that chemistry is not your leading factor when choosing somebody. Go back and listen to that. It's so good. Also, physical boundaries. Now, I would highly recommend that you say these to the person you're dating. Like, hey, look, I know you're going to go out tonight. I just want you to know that one of my rules for myself to, to honor the person that I'm dating is I don't go touching other people. Now, this girl was touching my guy, literally, on his chest, on his shoulder, and boom, right there. That's what made me snap because that's my space. That's my space. No man should be touching another woman's hips. Uh, leaning in is not needed. There should be no touching. You shouldn't be touching other people, and they shouldn't be touching other people. And make sure that that's a ground rule. And then one of the last things I really want you to know is that texting. Texting can be a little shady when you're starting to date someone or they texting other people? Do they shut everything down? Here's something that you can do. If an ex-boyfriend, girlfriend, anyone who is still interested in you sends you a text and you really want to focus and you're in a, a defined relationship, a simple text back could be, hey, great to hear from you. Look, I'm in a relationship right now and out of respect for that person, I think it's best if we don't talk. Now, if you want to stay friends with an ex, here's my rule is that the person you're dating now should also be friends with that ex. If everybody's cool with it, then fine. Then there's no there's no competition involved. It's like there there can be friendships with exes. I just saw one uh, the other day and a big hug, I met his girlfriend. Great. And they're going to Mammoth. I'm like, "Geez, I should get drinks. You know, my boyfriend, I should go get drinks with them." People are people. You've dated quality people. You don't need to make everybody the past enemy. So make sure that you have that rule as well, and you can bring it up first and say, hey, this is what I'm going to do if an ex reaches out or if something happens. I want to make sure that you feel fully that you can trust me. And I know that phones are a big thing. There's so many ways to communicate that are sneaky and shady. And you guys, I don't even want to go into that. 
These are just kind of the basics that you can do to build trust in the relationship and not be afraid of it. So if you have to open people's phones and check, you know that you're already there. I've had to do that in relationships. It's never good to my heart and soul, and I hated it. So I should have bounced before, and that'll be a whole nother podcast. I'm actually going to do it on this one guy who just wrecked me. Um, and I think it's gone both ways nowadays, sadly. So just know if trust has been broken, though, I want to encourage you, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. If you, if you have something great with someone, these are my three R's that you guys can do together to to make it work. And number one is recalibrate, figure out what went wrong, why it went wrong, and how to not make it wrong again, right? Ask yourself why. Number two, you're going to need some reassurance. So if you broke the trust, you need to reassure your partner. You still dig her. You love her. You messed up. Uh, he's great. You shouldn't have done that. Whatever it is, you need lots of reassurance during this time. And then you need to reconnect. You need to come back together and it might take some time and space physically. It might need more working through things. It might need a therapist. But recalibration, reassurance, and reconnection is key here. And I am here for your success, you guys. So not just dating, but I want you in that relationship and doing well. You guys, thanks so much for joining me today. Make sure you listen in. I'm going to be talking about EQEI. I'm going to be talking about so many great things. So I will see you on the next podcast.